Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Welcome to Vicarious Living. Welcome back to the podcast. Very special guest on tonight's episode as we dig back in to the OC. We finished up season three a couple weeks back, but we want to put a cherry on top of that Sunday and end it right. If you recall from the show, Marissa just met her very tragic demise at the hands of Volchek. Guy's a real piece of shit. We could not hate him more on this podcast for ending Marissa's life, but more importantly, for ending the show that we know and love so much. Because again, we don't really count season four of The O.C. on this podcast. So we have a real special guest calling in to the virtual podcast studio. I would say she runs one of the most entertaining Instagram accounts in the entire world. The O.C. T-H-X-O-C. We're going to have to ask her what the X is for in there because I just want to call it the OC. But you can find her on Instagram creating weekly video edits of the greatest show known to mankind. Again, the handle is THXOC. We're going to get into it tonight. But first, a little housekeeping for this podcast contact information. You can reach out to us vicariouslivingpod at gmail.com. Send us an email with any questions. Also on the Instagram, Vicarious Living Podcast, go there, slide into our DMs, look at all of our super semi-professional Photoshop. And lastly, find sponsors of this podcast, Wicklow Wear, W-I-C-K-L-O-W, Wear. Be free and explore, get all your out there gear at wicklowwear.com. They've been with us since the beginning. We love them. They handle all of our swag. Go to wicklowware.com, type in the promo code VL at checkout, get 10% off of your entire order, and go to the VL tab on the left-hand navigation, and you find all of our good swag. Okay, tonight's pod, let's recap all of the OC. Do it right. She's calling in right now. One Katie H. Hey. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. on. I, I'm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm so sorry about last night. I it was just like, <laughs> what? What are the odds? I I was sitting here. It was funny because I was on a work call, mm-hmm. and we had like a late work call or whatever. It was at like six o'clock, and the electricity went out at like six thirty. And the only I I wasn't even thinking like, oh shit, work or whatever. I was just like, yeah, I have a podcast tonight that now I can't do. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, right. It was no problem for me. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I, I first off, I just want to know a little about you um, because one, I was super jacked up when I found out that you were a fellow Midwesterner. Yeah, I know. When I found out you were from Ohio, I was surprised, too, because I feel like everyone's 
from California that I see now. Yeah. So. so tell me about your OC journey, because mine is probably a lot different from yours. And I want to compare <laughs> and contrast like how we both got obsessed with the OC. Right. Well, so for me, um, I was 14. It was 2014. And I was just surfing through YouTube, um, just going through different videos. And this one video felt like it kept coming up on my page. It said, um, Marissa shoots Trey. And I was like, all right, I'll look at, I'll watch it, find out what it's all about. And I watched it. And the minute she shot him and that song started playing, I got chills. And I was like, all right, I got to find out what show this is. And I have to watch it. So that was how I found out about it. And that's when I started watching it. But funny thing is the way I had to watch it was I had to, um, all the dvds the box yeah yeah Yeah. because it wasn't on hulu yet it came on like about a year after i started watching it but yeah yeah i had all the dvds that did you have the big box set or did you buy it by season i have the big box set i literally have it right next to me okay cool yeah the it's like got the ocean or whatever on the front yeah one that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well then so we probably got into it around the same age because so me and my friends got into it in high school. So we were we were in high school way back in, you know, 2003, 2004 when this came out. Oh, cool. And, and so like we would <laughs> it, it started out, I think, as like, you know, like a joke, like you were just watching this teen show. But then you yeah. start watching it and you realize like it's the greatest show ever created. Yeah, it is <laughs> the best. And so we just we started watching it with our friends back in high school when it was happening in real time. So when we saw the scene that you're talking about, the Marissa shooting Trey scene with the mm-hmm. what you say playing in the background. Yeah, I remember like that. That's one of those like pivotal moments where I remember where I was with all my friends. Yeah, you yeah. can't forget it. I mean, it's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> So how did you get into creating this like super fan OC expert video edit account? On <laughs> well, for me, it actually started. I did one for the Vampire Diaries the same year. So that's really where my video editing started. And I, it's, I started that one in May of that year. And then I um, started that uh, the OC one in August. So I guess that's where it started. Um, and I just really wanted to create for the OC because I didn't see that many accounts at the time when I started. And I also wanted to find other fans that were, you know, as big as fans as me. So that's really why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to sell me on Vampire Diaries because I've tried it. <laughs> and like, I don't know why I just can't get into it. Yeah, no. Well, I started I, I was young and I needed something to fill the time. So that was just there and I got hooked on it. But for me, it was always Damon. That's what sold it for me. Who who's the guy who overlaps with the OC? Because one one guy played Donnie in the OC. Yeah. Who's Sorry, that? that was Paul Wesley. Okay, which is what's his character's he, name? He plays Stefan. He's the second brother. Okay, Stefan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you rate it? I know we're going to talk about other teen dramas outside of the OC later in the pod, but how just mm-hmm. that that show, Vampire Diaries versus the OC, like one step below. Um, quite a few steps below. But... Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay, here's another question that has been driving me crazy. I did your whole intro, and I don't know what to call the Instagram account because of the X. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What would you call it? Is it just the OC? And then what? What's the X for in there? Well, I wanted it to just be the OC when I created the um, account, but then 
that was already taken. So I just put an X in it. That's the same thing I did with the Vampire Diaries account. So that's why I did that. But when I was on Welcome to the OC Bitches, Belinda said it, she calls it the XOC. So you can just call it that. I know. I heard her call that out. And I got, yeah. I got so excited when I heard you on that pod. You know, I started the this podcast like, I don't know, three years or so ago. And we we mostly started it just to be an OC podcast. Um, and so, yeah, I've followed like all these other Instagram accounts, followed your account for, mm-hmm. you know, years. And um, when I was listening to that, that uh, welcome to the OC bitches podcast and heard you come on, I was like, no way. Yeah. Celebrity. <laughs> I was like, we have a celebrity here. <laughs> I mean, it isn't, I still can't believe that it happened. Like, even when I talk about it, it just feels so not believable. (laughs) Explain the process. Like, how did you get on? How did you get on there? Well, so I was going through my requested DMs the one day and I saw that I had a DM from the producer of the podcast. She um, asked me if I wanted to be a part of the podcast in some way. And then she thanked me for my support um, of the podcast. And I said, of course I'd like to be. And then she asked me to set up a Zoom meeting. We talked about it. And then I did a tech call and then I just did the the podcast and it happened oh very God. quickly. I had no idea. I just assumed you reached out. Like knowing that they reached out to you makes this so much more awesome. I know because like <laughs> it was <laughs> it was the day after I, I said I would do it. They put out in their Instagram story that if anyone wanted to do live fan calls, you know, leave your name and we'll see if you get picked. And I thought people were probably going to think I did that, but they really just came to me. So that's what I, yeah, I just assumed you're a super fan. And so you, you were like on the radio, they'll do like, yeah, call in. If you're the hundredth caller, like you were just calling nonstop. till you were the hundredth caller. Exactly. You would think (laughs) what, what's a tech call? What is that? (laughs) They just wanted to do um, like a quick run through to make sure my internet was good and my sound was good. And it was good that they did it because my microphone levels were really low. So I had to buy a microphone for it. What was the, I saw you put it up on your story, but we should talk about it too. Um, what were the questions that they edited out? Like how, because I, what, you got two in there, right? I think so. It was two or three. And then which ones did they, how many did you ask that they took out? I think I got to ask like five and I know they took out at least two. Um but they weren't super interesting. So like, it makes sense. I think the two that they cut out were um, I asked who their favorite uh, or who made them break the most on set. I asked that. And then I'm trying to remember what the other one was, but it is escaping me. So that's the only one I could think of right now. Otherwise didn't, I'll be sitting here for a while. Didn't I, I think she, she, I feel like Melinda Clark who plays Julie Cooper's aunt. She gives Tate Donovan on the pod a lot as like, yeah. answers to questions mm-hmm. and did she say tate donovan on that question of who made her break a lot because i would have just assumed it was seth who was making everyone break well that's what um she didn't answer right away so rachel actually was the one who said i assumed it was tate but then melinda said that she didn't break that much on set because like her dad was an actor i think i think she said on you know soap operas and he like kind of taught her like not to do that but she said that he was the, like the funniest guy and then Rachel said that you would think it was Seth, but it was really um, mainly like the guy who played um, Zach in season two and oh, um, yeah. Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt's a man. I can totally see yeah. that. That makes all the sense. <laughs> right? in the world. <laughs> um, but I yeah, the Zach one. 
caught me off guard because I've seen like if you ever go on YouTube and just I'm sure you have like just typed in yeah. the bloopers or whatever and seen the outtakes and there I, I feel like Rachel Bilson refers to that uh, Vespa scene when Zach gets back from Italy a lot uh, yeah. is like when she was like breaking super hard and that's in all the bloopers like him coming in and her just like yeah. cracking up. She did mention that exact scene. <laughs> yeah. I she I, I'm always so shocked when I'm listening because what they've had like seven or eight pods and and I've I've been like you know craving it because to your point that you mentioned earlier there isn't a ton of OC like content out there like whether it's uh -huh. on Instagram or podcasts or whatever so when when they announced you know a few like two months ago that they were doing the pod I was so jacked up and I love their podcast it's the it's the best anyone listening to this go listen to it welcome to the OC bitches pod. Mm -hmm. But I, I've been shocked at how little Rachel Bilson like remembers. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I mean, that reminds me. Um, I don't know if you watch Beverly Hills 90210, but Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling are doing one. And Jenny's like the same way. She doesn't remember anything from the show. So, so that's what that reminded me of. I haven't I haven't listened to that pod yet, but I feel like that's a trend. Like uh, Kevin from The Office just did that. He did an Office rewatch podcast. So I think that's, that's right, just yeah. like a trend that's happening. A lot of people are doing rewatch the old episodes of stuff. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so we watched Beverly Hills just the first season. Have you seen it all the way through? Yeah. All yeah. like how many all whatever seasons? Ten, ten. Ten seasons. Yeah. So my biggest takeaway, <laughs> we watched season one. I liked it. Mm -hmm. It's date. It's dated. You know, it's it's yeah. If you get past like some of the dated stuff. I liked it. I was blown away, though, because uh, we fast forwarded to season five just to see Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen come in. Oh, right. Yeah. Because as like a guy, she's like the, you know, she's the <laughs> yeah. most beautiful of all time. Um, yeah. And I was just shocked seeing her come in and playing like a villain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what are no, your I, thoughts on that? I was just going to say it is 10 seasons and it's as long as you think it is. It took me a couple of years to finally finish it all the way through. But um, I was upset when Shannon left. So when uh, when Tiffany came yeah. in, I was originally originally I was upset, but I, I really did like her character later on for sure. We'll we'll get into that because that, that's going to tie into some Marissa questions i have for you and just get your marissa <laughs> thoughts because she another you know one of the big lead females who left and then yeah. the show like you were saying on beverly hills after they leave is just it's a shell of itself like after these people yeah. leave it's a different show yeah yeah it's kind of like mm -hmm. in one tree hill when after lucas and peyton left i don't know if you've seen that series at all yeah but they left after season six and it was just like what the fuck is this you right. know what i mean <laughs> That's when I, I actually stopped watching it at that point. It's so and I never bad. finished it. Well, I'm glad that you've seen all these shows because I, I gave you, you know, in the rundown, I, I put in there some, well, I want to talk about other teen dramas besides OC. So uh, yeah. let's, we'll, we'll definitely get to those because I have, I want to get your thoughts on them. But the, the last thing, uh, well, two, two last things, one on your account. I love your shop. Yeah. All those items that you have in there, like Ryan's uh, shirt from the Crab Shack or wherever he works, whatever. Yeah. Well, so it's actually not my shop. It's um, at We Love the OC shop, who they, they have everything, the OC.com. They asked me to help promote it, and I really like their stuff. So I, I said, sure. And that so that's whose account, I mean, whose shop it is. Oh, cool. But yeah. 
Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I follow their account too, and I've seen them pushing a lot of that stuff, like Marissa's Harbor sweatshirt. Yeah, they Which said one? it was the most popular one, so. Really? Yeah, the one that's selling the most right now, at least. The Harbor sweatshirt? I know, I, I, I think maybe it's because it's one that you can wear out in public and people probably aren't going to question you about it too much, but I don't know. I <laughs> <They> just assume <laughs> you went to some high school in this fake, uh, like, you know, Newport town or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting because I, I I loved Ryan's shirt on there. That mug, I think they have a welcome to the OC bitch mug. Yeah. It just yeah, looked like do. fire. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's good to know that. So I, I got to say, they did reach out to me at, when we first started the pod. What is it? Mm-hmm. Everything the OC.com? Yeah, it is. Yeah. They reached out when we first started the pod. And I think they put uh, on their website, like a, they have a section of all the OC dedicated podcasts. And when they reached out, it was like the greatest moment of my life. Like, oh, oh shit, that's cool. We're on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last question I, I on this uh, initial part, I just want to know, have you had you met anyone else in the cast of the OC before meeting those two? I haven't met anyone or, or talked to anyone, but I have had interactions with different people or they've interacted with my account before from the show. Please tell us about that. Yeah. (laughs) So, well, so Tate Donovan has liked and commented before. Um, The guy who played Oliver, he commented and said that Oliver was misunderstood. Whoa. No way. Did you you respond back? Yeah. I said, that's what I'll say from now on when people ask. (laughs) Oh my God. That's hilarious that he said that he almost tried to kill Marissa, by the way. (laughs) I know. Um, well, if you, you've seen my bio, Misha's liked seven of my posts altogether, um, which is insane to me still. Melinda follows me and, um, Rachel has liked a few of my comments and reshared some of my stuff in her story. And Peter Gallagher just actually liked one of my posts, which I freaked out about. I never thought that he would. Damn. Um, and the, the girl that played uh, Teresa, she commented on one of my posts and talked about how she briefly met Olivia Wilde once at a rap party and that she thought she was super talented. But yeah. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. She's pretty talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that's insane. It's funny because we, we did um, when we got to episode 100 on this podcast, we did a recap of like our greatest highlights of the first 100 episodes and in our top three the best feelings of having this pod for three years was Tate Donovan liked just a couple of our posts and it's like the the best feeling in the world so I can't even imagine everything you're mentioning my head would have exploded if all that additional (laughs) stuff happened yeah no it literally feels surreal anytime something like that happens um even still now with Melinda when she likes which she does pretty frequently which is awesome i still freak out you know yeah it's too weird who else who was who was another one you mentioned oh oliver yeah if i want to i think i want to just like slide into his dms (laughs) and see if he'll come on the podcast it would be the greatest interview of all time just asking him like diving in into his headspace on explaining why oliver was misunderstood yeah we need to know more about that (laughs) for sure (laughs) yeah all right um so I wanted to do an OC deep dive. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with favorite season? Yeah, we can. Okay. What's your favorite right. season and why? 
my favorite season is season one. I think most people's favorite season is season one. I really love it because you get to see like them all come together. You get to see the friendships develop and the relationships um, uh, develop as well. And it's just so much fun. Like, especially like, that's why I love the first few episodes mainly because seeing like Seth and Marissa um, act up together and, and the same with Ryan, um, Ryan's chemistry with Marissa it's just really fun to watch. And I think that's why I really love uh, season one. Plus it's 27 episodes and a lot of stuff happens. Oh so <laughs> I, I'm so shocked. Like when I go, cause I'll still go back and rewatch it every once in a while. And mm-hmm. you're probably used to this now too. Cause you're a lot younger, but you, you go in and you're used to like Netflix shows that are like eight, 10 episodes, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You never, I didn't think about it before because you're right. Like everything now is like eight, 10 episodes. I never thought that 27 was ridiculous because when I watched Vampire Diaries, it was 21, 22 episodes usually, but yeah, it is, it's out there. So, but you know, the thing is with season one that you mentioned, I would agree. I think season one's the best of the OC by far. And I I think it actually goes like by, you know, I, I think two is second best three and then four, but season one, even though it's 27 episodes, I don't notice it as much. I start to notice it on season two and season three a little bit. It feels like it starts to drag, especially like season three. It really like, it feels like they start to repeat storylines and stuff towards the end where they're like bringing Anna back in and stuff. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. we've already gone down this path, but season one is just fire. Like every episode. Because everything's new too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, yeah, like you said, I think you said it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Favorite episodes. I was like going through this because I wanted to have a perspective. I definitely want to hear what you have to say. And I was shocked that not all of them that I had on my like favorite in my consideration set were from, they weren't all from season one. So what about you? Where do you stand favorite episodes and why? <sighs> um. So I always, my main two that I always say are the model home episode and the countdown episode. But I was thinking about, I didn't really go into the later seasons I kept in season one, but I also love the the secret episode with Luke and Ryan. And well, while I'm here, I may as well say, I love the season two finale as well. So. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's what got you into it. So that's what got me into it. I have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. The secret is that the secret of talking about Luke relationship with Julie Luke's dad oh Luke's dad okay yeah Yeah. got it Mm -hmm. that is fire some of the jokes don't really hold up I remember from those episodes (laughs) (laughs) when yeah because when I posted the season one bloopers there were some things that Adam was saying that I I cut out because I was like nobody needs to hear that yeah okay sorry I meant to ask this question just going back to the edits where what what do you use to make all those edits like are you just going in and what what's the video editing software you use i use video shop on my phone i i know i should edit on a computer but i i've just i've always used video shop since 2014 so i'm just i'm set in my ways of using that right now so yeah no i i think it's like I I love I I don't know like I just think it's the most like seamless editing. It's like perfect. Thank it's like you. super well done. I just want to give you props on it because I spend a lot of time. I'm I'm more in the just like photoshopping images to promote our pod or whatever. But yeah, um, I've done you know a few different video edits as well, and it is it can like 
get really time consuming and like yeah. take a ton of effort. So like kudos to you and Thank keep you. doing it because it's awesome. <laughs> I, love it. I love getting it. I will. <laughs> um, okay. For me, favorite episodes. It was tough. Like it was tough for me to, to really get it down to like just one. I, for me, the one that immediately always jumps out is rainy day women. Like, yeah, that, that one to me, and I'm not even a big comic book guy. So like all the parallels between that and Spider-Man are like, whatever, but yeah, everything in that episode is so amazing. You know what I mean? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, No, no, I, No, but I was just going to say, when I first watched the show, I wanted to get to the whole um, Ryan Marissa Trey thing very quickly. So I kind of skipped through a lot of early season two. I did go back and rewatch it, but there is a lot I still don't remember. That episode, I remember the end of it, but I hear people talk about it all the time. I need to rewatch it like now so I can remember everything that happened. Oh, yeah, because it's not just... Everyone remembers the end with Seth and yeah. hanging upside down and all that stuff. But there's mm-hmm. also a whole lot going on with Ryan and uh, Lindsay at the time. I think Lindsay like yeah. leaves for for to go to Chicago or wherever. And the, it and I think it ends with him where he's like standing outside the bait shop and Marissa's just out there like in the rain. Yeah. And it, 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 there's just so much going on. We're like, oh, shit, are Ryan and Marissa going to get back together? And then. Yeah. There's a, oh, last thing, that airport scene with Zach in that episode where Summer leaves. I, you're talking about the DVDs. Like I actually, here's how insane I am. I I went back and watched some of these episodes (laughs) with the Josh Schwartz director's commentary on them. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think the Rainy Day Women was one that had it. And Mm -hmm. it was funny watching, listening to that because- when it got to that airport scene, there's like a look that Zach gives when he sees like little Seth with the pony or whatever. And when he realizes like summer's about to leave the airport and go see Seth and Josh Schwartz said at that moment, he's like, that's when we knew that guy was going to be a massive star was like what he portrayed with his eyes (laughs) and stuff in that airport scene. Yeah. I don't know if it worked. No. Like, I don't know if Zach no. became a big star. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was like, I don't want to say it, but, <laughs> but he, okay. Maybe he didn't become a huge star, but he crushed that scene. You know, he was, he was great. I really liked him. Yeah. Okay. I won't go as long on my other ones. Pilot. Okay. I got to throw the, I got to throw the pilot in there. I should have um, said that. Same with you. Season two finale. Marissa shoots Trey. Ooh, what you yeah. say to the shit out of him. That's mm-hmm. so iconic. Yeah. Um, I had the season one finale in there too. I thought that that cliffhanger is like one of the best cliffhanger. That in the season two cliffhanger are like up there, you know, with TV yeah. shows. No, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I was going to say, I showed it to when I first showed the show to my mom, she threatened to stop watching it after the season one cliffhanger. Cause she said that everyone was acting so stupid at the end. But I don't know. I don't agree with her. But <laughs> here's the crazy thing. When when we were I remember when I was watching that, just to give you a perspective of like a 33 year old who was watching it live in high school when it right. when it aired like that season one finale happened. And like you remember still to this day, the vibe in the room of like mm-hmm. everyone just like. Fuck yeah, we're we supposed to do now. 
Fuck. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I felt. Like what? What? We got s- s- four months until we find out what happened. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I and then I, I, I know. I was gonna say I can't imagine having to wait four months to have to find out what happened. It, forget four months. Like even having to wait weekly was brutal. Yeah, so mm-hmm. brutal. But yeah, I want. I gotta ask you. We're t- we talked about. I gotta ask you about Marissa. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to have very different viewpoints on her and <laughs> I have like railed her on this podcast a lot. Me and my, my podcasting co-pilot Pat, we're not the biggest fans of Marissa. Yeah. Where, where do you stand on Marissa? Well, I love Marissa. You love her. Yeah. Every, so, yeah okay. <laughs> well, and, and I see a lot of people be annoyed with her. And I understand that when I first watched it, I was with a lot of things she did too. But the things that I always try to take into account is she was very young. And then I remember, you know, all the stuff that she was going through can be a lot on somebody. So it makes sense, like some of the stuff that she did. But overall, I just don't... I don't know. I just, I think she's great. I love that you defend her because I feel like we do need more Marissa defenders out there yeah. you know, combating yeah. me. I, I'm with you a hundred percent on all the stuff like going on in her real life. Like all the, I don't know if you saw the on the Hills when like she had to confront Perez Hilton for like all the bullshit. Um, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm with like, and I think on the welcome to the OC bitches pod, they even talked about that. Like just, she was like 16, 17. So yeah. impossible to imagine going through all that shit. So I, mm-hmm. I I'm with you on that from just a show perspective though. Outside. Well, I, well, I was just going to say that I was talking about the show. Oh, okay, cool. So we're yeah, just yeah. talking about the show. You're yeah. all in on her. Here's what I will say. We, we just finished up season three of the OC a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And while me and my friend were sitting here like drunkenly rehashing the season <laughs> three finale, it was funny. Like as we were verbally talking through it, like just reminiscing, recapping the whole thing, mm-hmm. we were like, God, Marissa was, she's the engine of the show. She, she drives everything because yeah. We watched a little of season four for the pod. And it's like you said about Beverly Hills. Once she left, the show was awful. Yeah, it just wasn't the same. No. Kind of watch it the same. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, I hated her the whole time. But then when she was gone, I couldn't have appreciated her anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's how I felt about one character that was in... um... Well, that's actually how I felt about um, Tiffany in 90210. Like, I hated her for so long when she was first there, and then she left in, like, season eight or seven. And I was upset when she was gone, too. Yeah. So I get that. So it's kind of like, does she suck, or is she actually, like, the greatest of all time? You know, because (laughs) that's what it really was down to. It's like, she might just be, like, a great actor who was really good at making you hate her because that's kind of, like, who she played was this, like, melodramatic... Yeah, know. and it it's like some also could be maybe you just maybe you get her and maybe you don't. It could be that too. I don't know. Do you think but. do you think women get her more than men? Like, do you think I'm just like I I, I can't understand her because I'm a guy? I don't know. Actually, I didn't think about that. <laughs> no, I don't know. 
I just like, I just, I keep thinking about like, she was super annoying with the whole Oliver thing. But then oh. my mind, my mind goes to like, oh, well, she, she, she probably thinks this is the only guy I can relate to. Cause I met him in therapy. I have to defend him, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just making up some stuff to explain no, it. I get it. Like I get that stuff. Like she, she had a lot going on and she was definitely trying to connect with people who just like could understand the, the crazy messed up shit she was, you know, going through. I think the thing that always just bothered me the most with her was like, Marissa, so many of the things that you get yourself into, like you could control, like you could avoid like all the Johnny stuff mm-hmm. and whatever. Like it, it almost felt like to me subconsciously that she just loved the attention a lot of the time from these other dudes. I don't um, know. No, I was going to say the Johnny plotline is the worst plotline in the show. In my opinion, oh, really? I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it when I first watched it and I still can't stand to watch it now. It just made no sense to me. I don't know why they wrote that and all that. Cause I mean, it literally led up to her death, you know, with, cause Volchek entered because of Johnny and all that. But yeah, I don't know really for attention but maybe a cry for help maybe so someone would just see her like her pain for what it was um but then also one thing that kind of always bothered me was in season three she was like on her own you know separated from the group and you constantly have like summer and everyone trying to um get ryan back involved in it and ryan doesn't want to be involved in it so then it's making it seem like marissa's constantly dragging him into stuff when she wasn't even contacting him in the first place, it was Summer that was trying to pull him back in. Summer and Seth, but I don't yeah. know if I could be wrong. No, they they were Summer and Seth were always trying to get like the core four back together. Yeah, and which we all wanted, but we all wanted it, no doubt. Yeah. But I feel like you know at the end of season three. So Marissa bashing aside, because I look, I I ended up I hated her for three seasons, but then at the end I realized I actually might love Marissa, and the show was absolutely garbage without her. So um, yeah. I, I think I netted out. I'm cool with her. But what was interesting at the end of season three, because we just finished it, was like Ryan and Marissa came to like this peace between the two of them for the mm-hmm. first time ever, and yeah. that's why like the Volchek ending was so brutal because it was like yeah. finally him and Marissa had like gotten on the same page for the first time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say that I feel like they met way too young. They needed to get through their trouble first and then mature a little bit. And I always say that if Marissa had just been able to go off with their dad for a few years and Ryan go through college, maybe there could have been something there for them when they both came back. But I guess we'll never know. That's an awesome point we always talk about the way that one tree hill and I got people listening are probably sick of me, you know, talking about this, but one tree hill, when they all had to go off to college, they mm-hmm. just, they cut the show. They were like, all right, season four, or whatever ends beginning of season five is five years later. So we just fast forward yeah. through the college years because college, everyone knows you can't make one of these teen drama shows work in college. It just doesn't, doesn't yeah. really work. So, Imagine if they did that on the OC where fast forward five years, Ryan's now out of school. He's like trying to make it in Los Angeles as an architect. Marissa's Mm -hmm. just been gone for five years with Jimmy on, on the open seas. (laughs) Yeah. And and all this stuff, like how awesome would that drama have been? Yeah, I know. I think it would have been great to see them come back together and, and they didn't even have to, 
end up romantically just to see them all living in peace together in Newport would have been awesome. Yeah. Okay. The, the last thing I want to talk about in, in terms of the OC might, might not be the last thing actually, but <laughs> I know they talked about it on the pod, the whole Marissa thing, how she left. And I don't know if you saw that. You probably saw that article she did with E online or whatever. Cause it was like, yeah. why Marissa left 15 years later. I didn't understand. I, it seemed like what Josh Schwartz said on the on the first Welcome to the OC Bitches pod, he was like, my biggest regret of the entire series was having to kill Marissa off. Like, he's like, if that was the one thing, if I could redo, I wouldn't have killed her. I would have just, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's your take on all that Marissa stuff? Because I read that article and I didn't, she was all over the place explaining different things. And it even seemed like on the pod, like Rachel Bilson was like, I don't really know what she's talking about. Like, mm-hmm. no, I was going to say when I read that um, interview, I was excited for it, but it was, I'll admit it was confusing. Um, it kind of seemed all over the place, but I guess from what I got from it was like, she was going to leave the show either way because she didn't really like the environment. And I don't think it was because of any of the main actors. No. I think maybe it had to have been from someone like on the crew or something like that. Um, and they gave her like an, op- they didn't give her the option, but they had an option. Like either she's going to write off with Jimmy or she's going to die. And they ultimately chose to have her die. And I think, yeah, the, the, I think the last year she just said that she, it wasn't great, but the first two were fine. You know, especially you, the first one, everyone says it was great. Don't you think that she just like thought she was going to be a big movie star? You know, it, that's a vibe <laughs> I got. Like she, she th- thought she was going to, you know, do movies. Well, and stuff. she had done a lot of movies prior to the OC. So I can understand her saying that she was getting offers and stuff, but I think, I, I think the drama followed her. And even if she did have those movie roles, they were probably gone by that time. Big ones, at least. It's just so hard. You get, you get so typecast and I, I, I feel like so bad for her on that front. Cause you get so typecast yeah. and even with Adam Brody, like we, my, my wife and I are watching uh, that, that show on Netflix startup that he was in. Um, oh, I watch that. Yeah. It's pretty good. And anyways, it, he's just very different in it. And but I, I was watching it like, did it really take like 10 years for Adam Brody to kind of like shed that Seth Cohen typecast or whatever? You know, right. it's tough. Like you just yeah. get it's like good and bad. You you play such an iconic role that like everyone knows you as that. Mm-hmm. Then the bad is like if you ever want to go play like some totally wildly different character, it's just hard for people to grasp it. Yeah, no, I saw I actually did see Adam in this um this horror movie it was called ready or not. I don't know if you watched it, no, but that was that. very, he was very different from Seth in that. Uh, and I thought that was really good. So that was fun to see, but you know, it's um, interesting on him. I just saw this, he did this pod and I was listening to it and he was saying he can't even watch the OC back. And, and yeah. they're like, why? And he was like, because at that age, uh, you know, early twenties or mid twenties or whatever, he was like, I was just doing, I was so fixated on Vince Vaughn. And I was just doing like a Vince Vaughn impression the entire time. And I don't notice, you know, I, now that he says it, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess he, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like thinking about Vince Vaughn and wedding crashers and all that. Mm -hmm. But so crazy to hear that, that like, cause it's so in his head, he can't even watch it back. 
Yeah, because I was going to say, when I first heard that, I told my sister about it, and we both were like, what? I don't see that at all. But oh, but really? now, if I if I watch it back, I'm, I'm sure I could. Um, but I haven't seen... I didn't see it, but yeah. Yeah. I So, last thing I'll say on the characters with Seth was we we did these end of, uh, end of series awards, and we had Seth as the fan favorite. Like, I, we, we were mm-hmm. like, okay, coming out of the show, he was the one who everyone all the ladies were obsessed with all the guys yeah. like wanted to be as witty and like charming as he was so we had him as the mm-hmm. fan favorite uh we had marissa as like the engine of the show and mm-hmm. we netted out as uh, w- with ryan being the mvp somehow like somehow yeah. ryan was our guy and mm-hmm. i think the thing that really sold us was the whole thing of like he's the pov of the show you know like he's yeah the whole show is through his eyes so yeah. that's where we would you have netted out with Ryan as the MB as the MVP or would you have had someone different? I definitely would have because originally when I watched the show, I would always say that he was my favorite because he's the reason that the show happened. But uh, I definitely would have said that he was the MVP, too. So you are you team Ryan or team Seth? If like you just got to choose. <sighs> I'm probably team Seth now. OK, now. Yeah, that's probably where that- I'll stay. Do you think that changes as like you get older? Like it started out with like Team Ryan, and then as you mature, it's like oh, I'm becoming more sophisticated into Seth. <laughs> yeah, well, I realized that my personality, like if you know, if you knew me personally, it's more like Seth. So I just identify with him more than I do Ryan. Everyone so, loves yeah. Seth. I love. I, I. It's a shame that he can't. I, I. I'm like really hoping he becomes a guest on that Welcome to the OC Bitches Pod. I'm like waiting for it. Yeah, that like, would be amazing. It feels like there's like sometimes Rachel Bilson won't talk about Adam Brody because I think, she, you know, she dated him and everything. So I, I think yeah. she doesn't want to like, you know, step on any toes or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I am so intrigued to see them like reconnect on the pot. Yeah, me too. Because when they reunited at the airport and she yeah. posted that picture, that was just incredible. Like, I, I think I almost screamed when I saw that. But if they were to go on the podcast together, that would be just that would make the whole uh, millennium. Oh my God. I don't, I don't it, know why I just said millennium, but <laughs> <whole> millennium. <laughs> it's a long time. That's all. No, that would make my millennium for sure. But <laughs> hope to God that, that he joins. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I, I don't know if, if you were, to, it's on our Instagram account, but the only one I've met in person is I met Ryan Benjamin McKenzie oh in person. God. It, what was that like? Okay, it's not it's not like it, <laughs> he came to Cincinnati <laughs> because there was like a Comic-Con here right before COVID hit. Yeah. Real was, okay, that's soon. All right. Yeah, it was like I think it was I wasn't expecting that. I want to say it was like end of 2019 or beginning of 2020. I think it was end of 2019. And there there was like some Comic-Con in Cincinnati and so there was a bunch of actors and someone like one of my friends cuz they listen to the pod, they messaged me that saw the rundown of people and they saw that Benjamin McKenzie was going to be there. I was I like, I didn't see that. Yeah. You would have driven yeah. down <laughs> that next time it comes. I'll let you know, we can go together and get a picture with, yeah. the, with some, please um, do, <laughs> I'll let you know. So he, he, I was like, obviously I have to do this. Like whatever yeah. the cost I'm paying and I'm going to go meet him. Oh, and yeah. It was so wild. I tried to get my podcast partner to come, but he was out of town or something. So I just had to bring my wife. And um, and she was like, what the fuck? I don't want to do it. 
like, I don't like yeah. this, you know, right? Uh, it's like, no, we're doing this. Yeah. So I, I went down there. It was like downtown in this big convention center, sent downtown Cincinnati, and you had to like buy, like spend like forty dollars to to uh, just get a picture with him. Mm-hmm. And I think he, it was like for Gotham, you know, he was, he was there for yeah. that show Gotham right. and it was like $40 and then you could pay like $60 or something. If, if you wanted him and his girlfriend or wife, Marina oh, okay. or whatever, and yeah. I was like, no, I just need Ryan. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> just need Ryan. So we did it. We went down there. Uh, the, the, my main memory was people kept like funneling in. I was wearing a Sandy Cohen shirt. Uh, it's just like a, <laughs> that's <an> awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing a Sandy Cohen shirt and I went, it's on the check out. It just, it's like maybe halfway down our Instagram. You'll see the picture we have with him. Um, yeah, but the big thing I remember is just hit. He, he was hand sanitizing after every single person <laughs> went in this is pre COVID. So he was ahead yeah. of the curve yeah. and like, <laughs> he would, he would, people would funny. go in he would take the pick and then he would just like <laughs> douse with hand sanitizer take the That's next too funny and do it again <laughs> um but no it was like it was the greatest like just seeing him in person it's like i want to be like mm-hmm. i froze up you know i yeah i, I would have too up. i was like yeah i had i had you know in your head you imagine it going so many different ways like when you meet your oh, heroes yeah. yeah and i was I just like, I bitched out, you know, I didn't say a single word. I got so scared, but, oh. <laughs> but it, look, I would have done that too, though. I mean, I'm telling you, cause this I'm quiet, like... like around strangers. So, yeah. So anyways, thoughts, <laughs> thoughts on other teen dramas, like the tip of the spear, the greatest one besides the OC, of course, for you. Right. Um, that's tough. I, I haven't. Like I've watched like the ones that I mentioned are pretty much the only ones I've seen, at least from like the the two thousands. So I guess um Beverly Hills, um One Tree Hill and then Vampire Diaries. I can't think of any others that I've seen. Well, I I know that you mentioned Friday Night Lights and I oh want to watch I wanna watch that. Oh my god. But I haven't. That's gotta be at the top of your list. I know. I really wanna watch it. It's in terms of like quality, like if you're getting into all the technical stuff, like quality acting and cinematography, editing, all that mm-hmm. stuff, if you get into like that, it's, yeah. I think I would put it above the OC even of like mm-hmm. tech, just a technical masterpiece. Yeah. I'll definitely you gotta have watch, to watch it. it. Okay. Yeah. When you watch it, send me a message and let me know like where you net out. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like, you're going to be obsessed with it. Yeah, I did. Literally any show I watch, I become obsessed with it. So, okay, good. I definitely will. (laughs) So for me, it goes one, or sorry, OC, obviously Friday night lights is that is next. And then one tree Hill would be, I love one tree Hill. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I really want to rewatch. And at least finish it all the way through just to know what happens in those last couple seasons. But that one, I only watched one time. In like 2015, so I don't remember much from it, but I remember that I really liked it. You have so much homework now coming out of this podcast to just go back and watch like <laughs> five five seasons of Friday Night Lights, ten seasons of One Tree Hill. Oh Christ! 
Um, One Tree Hill. I got. I just want to say this about One Tree Hill. It's like a, most of these shows. I feel like they they come out like red hot. You know, season one is amazing, and then it's just kind of like you know slow, slowly just starts to evolve into whatever. I One Tree Hill. I actually feel like it gets better up until season six when Peyton and Lucas leave. Yeah, I agree. Like one I can remember. I think that's right. Yeah, remember in those later seasons, like they get kidnapped and stuff. There's that whole kid, yeah. like whatever, like crazy plot lines. The that's whole Dan what I remember Scott. the most. Yeah, yeah, the psycho Derek guy. I gotta rewatch that too. Actually, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, because the early seasons are good, but I really think it that show hit its stride in like season four to six. Yeah, but I also I was gonna say. One moment I always remember from that show was uh, the school shooting with Keith. Oh, my God. That was the hardest thing to watch. <sighs> and it came out of nowhere for me, at least, that he, you know, what Dan did. Fuck Dan. God. Right? Damn it. <laughs> Can't say uh, it enough. Fuck Dan. <laughs> what, what was a more shell-shocking shooting? Dan shooting his own brother and killing his own brother at the school, Keith. Mm-hmm. Or Marissa trying to kill Ryan's brother, Trey. Obviously the first one. Yeah. Because we knew that the second one was warranted. So, uh, but the but the first one, I literally came out of nowhere. So. And he killed a guy. I, I keep forgetting. That he actually, yeah. keep forgetting about that. And it's really Spoiler upsetting. Alert. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alert. I didn't, I was like, I don't know if I should say it for people listening, but yeah, that's what happens. Obviously. It is. It's it is spoiler yeah. alert. If you've not seen it, you should just watch it. But it is crazy that he actually died. <laughs> like just insane. I know. I keep forgetting about it. At least in the OC, they just put Trey in a coma, you know? Yeah. And then shipped him off. Yeah. Ship him off. Like, yeah. he went, you know, wherever. The only other one I want to mention, and this is another show that ages like a fine wine like one tree hill would be dawson's creek if you haven't seen it that's the other one that's on my list yeah (laughs) it's been on my list for a few years that i want to watch yeah dawson's creek is great another show that season one is like eh, but then by like season (laughs) three and four oh my god yeah i really gotta watch that yeah (laughs) okay uh last thing and then i want to just do i want to end it with some oc trivia because I was I was doing a lot of research. I was looking at a lot of trivia sites. So I want to ask you some <laughs> trivia questions. But last thing, teen drama movies, because we have a teen drama podcast. So we've been talking about mm-hmm. TV movies. At 33, I've got some that stick out to me, but I want to hear mm-hmm. hear what are tops for you. Well, anytime I hear teen drama, my mind immediately goes to 90s Lifetime movies, which I'm obsessed with. So wow. it's like... I have you seen Lifetime movies? Because how could no. you not? No, I have not. Oh but I want you to sell. Like I want you to sell me on it really, really bad. Okay. Well, um, the ones that there's two of my favorites. Um, one's called Freshman Fall, and the other one is called No One Would Tell. And they both have DJ from Full House, and then the one has Zach from Saved by the Bell, and the other Shit. one has Fred Fred Savage. So she's paired Fuck, with the, from Wonder those Years. Guys. Yeah, yeah. God. So it's so weird to see those two come together, and those movies are great. But I was going to say, I really love trashy Lifetime movies with the bad acting and the terrible story. So that's what I really like. But I can't think of anything 
Oh, 10 things I hate about you. I like that one. That's everyone. Every, I, yeah, I everyone swear, likes that one. That's like whenever I ask anyone like their favorite, that's it. That and she's all that. Those seem to be the top like two that come up. Yeah, I haven't seen she's all that, but I, I know what it's about. So there's going to be a point where I need to like just dig heavily the lifetime thing. Yeah. 90s lifetime movies. Trust me, they're great. Yeah. I yeah. want to do it. And just when you like mentioned, when you mentioned those stars, it was like, mm-hmm. shit, that, that yeah. Fred Savage in and of itself <laughs> kind of sells me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and he plays a role I've never, the, with the exception of SVU, I've never seen him play like an abusive boyfriend role before. And plus that movie, no one would tell is based on a true story. So it makes it you know kind of even worse when you watch it. But, but he's oh, yeah. great. Are you into all the crime stuff? Like all the crime like uh murder and all this uh, murder podcasts and all that my mom loves 48 hours hard evidence it's on all the time 24 7 yeah i like cl- crime documentaries but i don't listen to the podcast and i don't watch the shows that often but i do really get into them when i do i think it's like a, a gender thing because any woman i ever talk to is obsessed with murder and most of it <laughs> is like murdering husbands and stuff so like my <laughs> wife will be up, like she'll go upstairs every night and watch murder as I'm like downstairs yeah. watching sports or teen drama or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she'll be just upstairs falling asleep to murder every night. And it makes me so yeah. nervous. Like one night, I'm just going to like wake up <laughs> standing over here. No, like I said, that's my mom. She literally falls asleep to that stuff. And I'm like, how do you sleep without getting terrible nightmares watching that crap? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'll have nightmares all, all night long after I see Oliver, you know, freaking out at the, <laughs> at the whatever hotel. Like about Most people do. Yeah. God. Um, yeah. So I, I can't watch that stuff before I go to go to bed. But Mm-mm. the so are there reality shows, reality TV shows that you're into? Or do you just skip all that stuff? I don't watch that now, but I did watch America's Next Top Model growing up. And I have been getting back into the interviews that um, Oliver Twixt is doing with them on YouTube. So I watch those. But And I did watch the one season of The Hills that uh, Misha was in, but I haven't watched anything, any other reality show. I, I can't remember, at least. What do you think of that season? Because I actually <laughs> think, so they're doing a New Beginnings Hills season two now or whatever where you know marissa's no longer on but i i just can't call her misha she's marissa to me in my head no i almost said marissa and then i had to correct myself Um, yeah what'd you think of that when she was on there it was weird um i remember like they tried to make that um or not tried but they had that thing with prez and that was like her biggest thing (laughs) and then she was just kind of in the background the rest of the time and then i think like one other time they tried to make some drama happen with her but it just didn't really make much sense, but I mean, I thought she was fine on it overall. Yeah. She was yeah. on um, Dancing with the Stars too. I watched that when she oh, was on yeah. that. That was kind of sad. Yeah. That was, I can't watch that again. Yeah, it hurt my stomach <laughs> yeah. watching it. Um, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. As we say on this yeah. pod, when we don't know any other words to describe, it's tough. It's just tough. It is. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. Um, okay, let's end it with some OC trivia. I found I look, I spent like three hours. I I, I wanted to get questions that they're not like gimmies. You know, they're not just Mm -hmm. like, hey, anyone would know this. Like, you know, who's in the core four? I'm not 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 it's child's play. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But then there was other ones that were just like so insanely hard that 
you know, what song is playing? And it's like, ah, that's might be a little tough. So I feel yeah. like I found the perfect difficulty level on these okay. questions. I hope I'm I just do gonna, well. Look, whatever I can edit the shit out of this. So I've great. Got, that's good to know. Yeah. We'll just see. We'll just see where you net out on some of these. I've got 20 total. Maybe I only show five. Maybe I only show 10. Who knows? But all right. Do your best. Okay. Question one. What is the what is Jimmy and Sandy's specialty when they opened up their restaurant? I'll give you some uh, multiple choice here. Oh, okay. All right. Noodles, sushi, spare ribs, meatloaf. Meatloaf. Check plus one for one. I knew it. (laughs) I remember it being something like that. What is the name of the Nana's, Sandy Cohen's mom, fiance, Mm -hmm. Billy, Benny, Bobby, Bernie? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll go with Benny. Bobby, one for two. Bobby, okay. Whose father punches Jimmy Cooper at Cotillion? Holly's dad. Two for three. Right? Yes, Holly's okay. dad. You're right. Which character, this is big on this podcast, we've talked about a lot. Which character hated cilantro? Caleb, Sandy, Kirsten, Seth hates cilantro oh i (laughs) caleb i don't know you got it three for four he hated cilantro anytime he had a man in your party i think i saw that on yours your instagram too (laughs) maybe i swear i did i don't know we make a big i don't know why we made such a big deal over how much caleb hated cilantro but it's like that i don't remember him saying that yeah, cilantro and, and which I don't understand because cilantro is like fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it on everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, what is the name of the rehab center where Kirsten goes for alcohol abuse? Yeah. Drug and alcohol abuse center, promises rehab center, Syriac, Gurikin. Um, is it Syriac? Yes. Four for five. You're nailing it. You're at 80% right now. You're crushing it. Thank (laughs) God. Where do Ryan and Marissa have sex for the first time? Ryan's pool house, Marissa's bed in a hut on the beach in the bathroom of Sandy and Jimmy's restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing, but it was the, uh, it was the, the hut on the beach. Five for six. Yes. Mm -hmm. What did Lindsay create for Chrismica? For Can the, just say it? Yeah, go ahead. The Yamaclaws thing? Yes, Yamaclaws. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where are you now? Six for seven? I think, Something yeah, six like for that. seven. Yeah. Yes. In the pilot, what is the name of Don's boyfriend? Eddie, Simon, AJ, or Robert? AJ? Yes. Okay. Now where are you at? Seven for eight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm going to start writing it down. <laughs> I, okay. Seven. Okay. In the OC, uh, the episode from season four, Taylor Townsend's ex-husband is from which country? Australia, Russia, France, Argentina. France? Yes. Okay. Eight for nine. Nice. 
that one was a little tough because season four is all. Um, <laughs> I always remember that. I don't know. What why. is the final line of the entire series? Season four. Goodbye, OC. Thanks for everything. Need any help or hey, kid, need any help? Hey, kid, need any help? Hey, kid, need any help is right. Nine for 10. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> do you want to keep going or you want to stop at 10? No, we can keep going. Okay, care. we'll keep going. In season one of the OC, Anna announces she is moving back to which city? Atlanta, Charlotte, Rochester, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You got it. 11. You're mm-hmm. nailing this. Mm-hmm. What, this one's kind of tough. What is the real name of the character from season three, Chili? Steve, Dennis, oh. Kim, Owen. Oh, Dennis. Yeah, that one's tough. Yes. Nice job. Okay. For a minute, I thought you were talking about the actor, and I was like, I don't know that. No, 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 you got it. <laughs> Season one, I mentioned the episode, The Girlfriend, where Ryan mm-hmm. hooks up with Caleb's 21-year-old girlfriend. What is the name of The Girlfriend? Rachel, Kirsten, Gabrielle, Monica. Gabrielle. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's 13 of 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh oh, what is the name? No, no multiple choice on this one. What is oh, Seth God. Cohen's comic book name? What does he go oh. by? His character's name? Yes. In Atomic County. Oh god. Because I was gonna say Atomic County, I thought you were talking about the comic book. Um it's tough. Like Ryan, I'll give you, I'll just give you some other Ryan's name is Kidchino. Mm-hmm. Marissa has something with a flask, but I don't even remember yeah. her name. Um, Summer is Little Miss Vixen. And I Seth don't... is. I don't remember. This sucks. It's tough. That that one's tough. It's the ironist. That's why I threw it on there because it's oh, so hard. I never would have gotten that. Yeah. Okay. 13 out of 15. I think that's very solid. Yeah. That's like very, very good. Because those questions, <laughs> like I said, were pretty decent difficulty level yeah they were good um the only other one i had on here do you know the uh this is not part this is not part of the game you're 13 for 15 okay. very solid score okay the nana's real name i actually when i was looking this i had no idea what her real name was yeah no idea sophie cohen yeah i would not have gotten that would, so it's a good yeah. thing that you didn't <laughs> no i had no idea yeah um but last thing i want to do is just Season four thoughts, because we didn't get to season four. We ended on season three on this pod. I don't think we're going to do season four. What did you think about it? Um, It was definitely felt like a whole new show, but with some of the same you know characters, obviously. But it was like a whole different dynamic. It was much more, um, it felt like they were leaning much more into comedy for this one. And it was lighter and, and it was very fun at times, but it was different than the original show so that was that was the only hard part about it especially because when they had the chrismica episode in season four and they go back into they go into this alternate universe where ryan never came to newport and um what that would have been like and then they had this moment where you think you're going to see marissa but then it turns out it's her younger sister yeah so yeah i mean season four i think it was good but it wasn't incredible or anything that was god i that was one of my questions that i was going to ask 
potentially too was it was a uh, how did ryan go into that alternate universe or whatever like how how did he what was it what did he fall off of and it, it was he fell off a ladder or whatever yeah i literally um, just watched it like two days ago so i can't believe yeah, kudos to you for watching season four because that season is <laughs> stuff yeah season i had stuff. i had to see how it ended so i thought the first couple episodes were entertaining Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy because you know Ryan's cage fighting and everything, yeah, um, right, which is wild. But yeah. I I thought it was decent for the first few while they still had that Volchek storyline going. But then mm-hmm. once Volchek was gone, it, to your point, it just went to this weird like comedy range, and it just it it wasn't the same. I think that's the best way to put it. It just it it had a different feel to it. Yeah, like as a separate show, I think it would have been good, but you know, as a part yeah. of the OC, it was kind of weird. Yeah, I like the way they ended it though. Like, um, yeah, I do feel like they put a button on everything in a very satisfying way. The only one is the Marissa thing, obviously, but yeah, I like like Ryan becoming an architect and Seth and Summer getting married. If Seth and Summer didn't get married, I was going to be like, my, <laughs> I can't. The whole thing would have been ruined if they didn't get married. Yeah, married. me too. But yeah, no, I liked it. I liked where it all ended. I liked that with the alternate universe that you were talking about. And then at the beginning, when they were trying to get Ryan back in the mix, like showing him that slideshow and everything, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool the way they were like, look, dude, you like started churning a whole bunch of shit in our lives by you coming yeah. in. But that's not bad. That's not a bad yeah. th- Like that's you made all of our lives like worth living by you being here. I think that's why we netted out that Ryan was the MVP, you know? Yeah. That's what I loved about that episode was at the end, they showed him you weren't the problem here. You know, you were what got this all going basically. Yeah. I mean, how, how vanilla would their lives have been if Ryan had never shown up from the other side? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kirsten would have been a raging alcoholic. (laughs) And with Jimmy, they showed Oh my God. And then Sandy with Julie. I don't understand how that happened at no, all. No, I can't. Mm-mm. I can't even think about that. That's that hurts uh-huh. my stomach too much to think. I about. still don't. That one I think was like the biggest stretch that they had in that episode. I don't see that ever happening. No. What'd you think of in season four, them bringing in Ryan's dad, Hercules? Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think he, he needed to be there, but, you know, it was cool to see who he was and everything. And then him getting with Julie was kind of weird, considering that if Marissa hadn't died, you know, she probably would have ended up with Ryan. And then Ryan's dad and Marissa's mom were getting together would have been awkward, but it's just cracking he, up he was fine on that. Welcome to the OC pod. They I forget who was on. It was like the editor or something. Uh, like, yeah. And yeah. he was he was like. Oh yeah, um, the Hercules guy. What's it? Kevin Sorbo. That had me cracking up. But he, he said, "Yeah, that guy's a massive douche." Like yeah. in real life. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about when I was trying to form my answer. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it was amazing to hear, and I think I I was surprised they didn't edit that out. Like, uh, yeah, that guy just slamming Kevin Sorbo for being a massive yeah. douche. <laughs> yeah, you think they would have. <laughs> But I'm glad they kept him. That's what happens, though. You just become such a massive star when you're on Hercules, like at the age of <laughs> 27 and a half. And then, like, the whole rest of your life, you get to be a total dick. 
to yeah. everyone that you meet. But anyways, anything else that you wanted to cover or did we hit it all? I think we got it all. We got it all. We got in and out. We were efficient tonight. Yeah. But hey, I just want to say thanks for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for inviting me. I had a great time. So yeah, we'll have you back on if we ever do season four. And I am, I really just, I desperately want to know your Friday Night Lights thoughts. Like I need to know that. I definitely will tell you. Cool. The minute I start watching. (laughs) Awesome. KDH, thanks for coming on. Hopefully the weather up in Northern Ohio isn't as shitty as it's been here down in Southern Ohio. Yeah, it's been raining. So yeah, hopefully it gets better. It's a Midwest. Just wait like a couple hours and it'll, it'll shift. But anyways, keep up the good work on the XOC. Is that how we're going to, what we're going to officially call it? The XOC. Sure. (laughs) That works. It's the best Instagram account. We love it. Thanks for coming on and appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Big time thanks to Katie H for stopping by the virtual podcast studio. Always fun connecting with the experts. We appreciate it fully. And we also appreciate the fine sponsors of this podcast. Once again, one more time before we check out Wicklow Wear, W-I-C-K-L-O-W Wear. Go to wicklowwear.com for all of your super comfortable outdoor exploration needs. Okay, the official sign-off for this pod. We'll tell those kids one more time, clear eyes, full hearts, do less, kids. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You know you found us when you find a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.